Hello, and thanks for joining us. Two sharp chefs and a microphone here. I'm Lorraine Moss, chef, journalist, novice baker. And I'm Louis Victor, chef, pro food photographer, and today I'm a donut lover. Dude, you love donuts. I do. <laughs> you asked for donuts I yesterday and this morning. Donuts, you you donuts, asked last time, donuts. too. Like, my favorite is the Fat Elvis from uh, Pink Box. Dying. Okay. Dang. Okay, Pink Box. Yeah. Uh, we started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Mr. Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers here in Las Vegas and worldwide. Let's start with some words of wisdom and this podcast's sharp quote, Lou. God could not be everywhere, and therefore, he made mothers. By Rudyard Kipling, poet and author of The Junk Book. That's so cute. I'm actually totally familiar with that quote. It's like you see it in Hallmark mm-hmm. and stuff, but I didn't know it was Rudyard Kipling that said that. Yeah, I know. I thought it was just like Hallmark Company or something. <laughs> I see it in like little gift shops, you know, those uh, yeah, plaques like, that you put on yeah, the Yeah, exactly. It's like those wood plaques and stuff. Right. <laughs> Today we're talking about chef moms, Lou. Yeah. All right. So, of course, Louie and I, I shouldn't say of course, but Louie and I are not mothers Yet, so we sought out the most amazing chef mom that we know, Yasmin Aso Al. I probably just screwed up her name. No, no, you said Aso Al. Yes, his mom does seven kids, uh, a boy and six girls. Mm-hmm. She's currently a pastry sous chef at Joel Robichon. Very, very fancy. Fancy. Also worked Robichon. at Giada, Buddy V's, and Golden Corral. We're gonna have to ask <laughs> about that. <Yeah. laughs> So we all met, of course, when she worked with us at Bizarre Meat by Jose Andres. Mm-hmm. Hello, Yaz. Hello. Yaz, when <laughs> I first met you, I really didn't think you were pregnant. I know. That was a really That cool was number seven <laughs> when we met. That was number seven. When we all met. Yes, yeah. All met. Oh, my God. And then you disappeared. And then I was like, where is she? <laughs> yeah, everybody wanted to know. Like, didn't she just start? <laughs> <laughs> right? That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I kind yeah. of snuck her in there. Yeah. yeah, you it's snuck like, her into the premises. Bam. I did. Boom. I, did it. I snuck her in there and I went for my um, <laughs> interview with uh, Chef Alex to meet him. So I put on a girdle because I didn't want my belly to be too obvious. I was like, it'll be a little bit of support, you know? Yeah. And so I wore a blazer and a loose shirt. And then I had my portfolio kind of like to the side. And I, oh, dang. And I was still sucking it in for my life. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like one of those actresses back in like the 80s or 90s that would uh, like hide their pregnancies on TV. Like they put them behind like a couch or something. <laughs> well, it worked. Why is a girl always behind the couch? <laughs> right. Pregnant during the whole TV. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. Can, can act, places actually discriminate against pregnant women? So not legally. Yeah. They're not supposed to. But I mean, they're not going to tell you. We're not going to hire you because you're pregnant. They'll just be like, okay, and just go with somebody else. Like we found a better candidate. Mm-hmm. Cool. What's interesting is a little background that I know about that. Being a chef at a few different restaurants is it's pretty interesting. I've worked for a few male chefs and we're not even allowed to ask the question if you have kids or not. Mm-hmm. So if you notice when you're in interviews, they're not going to ask you that about, huh. but there are ways of asking without asking the question legally. Just How? FYI. <laughs> and I was actually pretty surprised when a few chefs told me that because, you know, I was a new sous chef and I was starting to hire people after training. And there are questions that you can ask, you know, slyly 
without actually asking, which is the illegal question, mm. because they don't want people to be able to be discriminated, which obviously we don't want either. Yeah. Um, but they can ask questions like, what do you do in your spare time? You can easily ask that. Whoa. There's nothing wrong with that. And then most people will be so relaxed and have an answer yeah, but such if- as, oh, yeah, I hang out with my kids on the weekends. or oh. You know what I mean? And then there you go. I know how many kids you have, and I know that you have kids, and I know your mother. And It's, it's sly. <laughs> so just... Sneaky, <laughs> sneaky, yeah. Yeah, I learned that at one of the restaurants I worked at as a chef, and I thought it was very interesting that they would even bring up that point to me. And I acted super like the way that you act to that usually is sarcastically. You know, Mm -hmm. you either ignore it or you act sarcastically or you could just be a bitch about it and be like, what the hell are you saying? But I was sarcastic about it. Just like, really? Do we really? (laughs) Yeah. Do we really ask questions like that? Well, you know, you don't have to. But if you wanted to so that we would know what their schedule is like and how busy they are and if they're going to have emergencies and which is just bullshit, really. Yeah, it really is. That really is. It's bullshit. bullshit. It is because it's Mm -hmm. not actually always the case. I mean, I usually find the opposite. Um, as somebody who hires people, I find the opposite. I feel, find that mothers are actually more dependable and people who have families are more dependable. Yes, there are times when they have to go to do appointments and go to school things, which is life. But I feel in generally that they're more dependable because they have to be responsible. If they're good parents, they're going to be responsible employees as well. Yeah, I think that kind of goes all the way across. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, you can't pick what you want to be responsible for. Yeah, you're just a responsible person. Yeah. You're just a good person. You're just a smart person, like yeah. whatever that is. I, just, I can't even, I haven't even called in to work in the last seven, eight years. Holy crap, you've never really? called in I've once? never called in. It so what do you do? I feel awful. Like my stomach will start to turn and I'm like, I can't. I'll, I'll just I'll just show up. Like even if I show up late, even if it's 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, oh my God, I'm late. Oh my goodness. And it's it drives me nuts. I have to be there. I can't because I know... That if I'm missing, something's not gonna go like scheduled, you know. That's Some, crazy. I love to hear to, that. Like, pull I, up the weight. Mm-hmm. I wish all employees were like that. That's amazing. It's it's hard. It's not easy. No, especially <laughs> no. when you have seven kids. Seven. Exactly. So, how the hell do you do it? Yes, because I think a lot of people. Well, Louie and I don't have one kid. We have a cat and a dog, and we can't yeah. juggle our damn lives. Um, <laughs> and then there are people that have one, two kids, and they're going crazy. One and, kid, right? And they're going crazy. Yeah, one dog yeah. kid or <laughs> one cat kid. But not anyways. that I'm saying that I don't or one want human kids. Kid. Huh? Oh yeah, we both yeah, want we kids. both want kids. But it's, it's amazing. How the hell do you do it? Um, honestly, I, I don't know how to do it because there's no manual so right I kind of learn as I go yeah and um I would guess I was, you've gotten better and better though I was gonna over say, time. I always <laughs> joke that with I messed up with the first few so I was like <laughs> I'll get it right by the last one <laughs> you were like four and they were like damn you have I got this shit <laughs> yeah by the last one she should be a perfect little model <laughs> and yes. she is I love Dude. her if um like if somebody told you at your 19 year old self like oh you have seven oh, tries yeah. at this would you have believed it no are you kidding me I didn't you didn't always any. think that you were gonna have seven kids I didn't want any because when I was what? yeah when I was younger I knew I was a very selfish person and I was like all I kept thinking about was myself <laughs> I can't believe I want to do this I want to go here I want to be able to do whatever I wanted that's do. when you're 19 ish I was no no I was, I was teenager <laughs> like 13. <laughs> Like 15, I was like, no, I'm having the kids. Wow. I know. I was like, no. This is a revelation for me. <laughs> but then, um, well, you know, I wasn't careful. And so I got my little prince. 
No. I was 17. God smited you for saying that you never wanted to have kids. He was like, you never want to have kids? Boom, yeah. seven. Yeah. <laughs> Here yeah. you go. But he was, oh, he was the greatest little little blessing ever. I get emotional and I talk about him every time. Oh, oh he's so adorable. All of them are little blessings. It's so early. It's so early in the podcast. And it is. I'm sorry. I'm crying and laughing. My sister-in-law says, you're his number one fan. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Totally. How old is he now? Um, nineteen. Wow. Oh man, did you send him off to college? Or... No, so, no, he doesn't want to go. Okay, and he's you're, a... you're happy about that because like, oh, you get to stay home. <laughs> well, kind of. He's got a girlfriend, so I don't see him too much. Oh, <laughs> and still, you know, like knowing that he's like right there. Yeah, it's that's very nice. But he was he was so good. I was so spoiled. He didn't like getting dirty. He would pick up his shirt before he sat. He didn't eat ice cream because he was like. And my mom doesn't like it because I'm going to get dirty. So he's like, oh my God. And he was always like hair combed. He was always so cute. And he just let me put whatever on him. Like a little gentleman. Yes, I loved it. Oh, he was so great. But I mean, he was obviously like, um, he needed attention because he was by himself. Yeah. So like, you have to give him attention. And him and his, um, his dad and I weren't together. So we had to share him a lot. So I'm sure he went through some stuff there that he doesn't complain about. So um, then I met my husband. And... We decided, well, he decided he wanted a baby. He was like, we don't have nothing that bonds us together. Me and your baby daddy have, have Sal. And I was like, we got a puppy. And he was like, fuck the puppy. Your husband is sentimental, Val. He yeah. is. Yeah. For a boy, he's real sentimental. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. So we went ahead and we tried for the, the oldest. And then he was super excited when he found out. So we had her. And then um, when I have liquor in me a little bit, I make sure my kids don't hear this, but when I have liquor in me a little bit, <laughs> I get a little, um, I'm going to say careless. So tequila makes your clothes come off. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, I was going to say either you or your husband got excited six more times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's probably a little bit of me. <laughs> right. Yes is a machine though. Yeah. Oh. She can just pop them out, man. I can I mean, I'm well, I mean, for a few of them, you're like, all right. So <laughs> my uh, first daughter was only six months uh, old when I got pregnant with the next one. Wow. Yeah, uh, it was uh, after a party, and I went home, oh, and my husband, and just, so, just so everybody knows, the pull-out system sucks. <laughs> it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> and um, I told him, just let me know, and he's like, all right, and fail. <laughs> so, but she's awesome, too. She's great. She's my bull. And my husband and I are Tauruses, and so she's our Taurus, too. Nice. So I have uh, two Pisces, two Taurus, three Scorpios. Because we love to celebrate Valentine's Day. That's hilarious. Stop celebrating. And I'm like, all right. And then my one um, Aquarius is uh, my birthday present. I had a birthday party. And again, a little bit of liquor. So. <laughs> Dude. But actually, uh, I know exactly the day that happened. I was leaving for work and my husband was like, happy birthday. And I was like, thank you. He goes, I want to give you a birthday present. And I was like, yeah. And he starts pushing me. Like towards down the hallway, and he shoves me in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it's like my favorite thing. So I was like, right. clearly, <laughs> yeah. And like in the middle of it, he's like, happy birthday, <laughs> and I got pregnant. <laughs> oh man! Just so you know, this is going to be our most explicit episode today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's no, it's great. It's great. We love this kind of stuff. So seven kids later. Yeah. So when did you start in this to start to cook? Are you cooking the whole time professionally? Um, actually, no. Um, I've always watched the cooking channel. Loved it. 
Bobby Flay um, was like was one of my like um, inspirations. I was like, man, this guy can cook anything. He's a white guy. He loves Latino food. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was like a big deal to me because Sis, do you know Rick Bayless can do that too? I mean, no, I mean, I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> that. When white back then, then he was on TV. You know, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. in the financial industry, so I worked at Citibank, and so that would be on my off time. I would watch, and I just loved him. I loved him. And um, they ended up closing the location here in Vegas. Okay. And so in my spare time, I would just like bake or I'd cook. And I did a fondant cake for my sister. And my dad was like, wow, you're pretty good at that. Who taught you? And I was like, I, I don't know. I just tried it. And like, you know, I, I it can. natural. Yeah. It turns out I can sculpt the freaking hippo. And I was like, all right. <laughs> that's what it was. I, I sculpted a hippo birthday because we always joke about, you know, being big. <laughs> right? Oh, gosh. And um, he was like, you should go to school. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And I talked to Lenny about it. And he's always so supportive. No matter what, he said, whatever makes you happy, baby. And I was like, all right. And so I went to school. And, you know, then I was like, I'm, I'm going to do pastry. I was like, I think I'd be better at pastry. I don't know if I'd be too good at And how many kids in were you at this point? Um, I had Yaresli, so I was five. Okay. I was already, I already had five kids. Okay. And so I went to school at night. And then um, when I graduated on my um, internship, I was pregnant. Oh my gosh. <laughs> in life circumstance. Well, I had a baby in 06, 07, wait, wait, hold on. 2000, 06, 07, 08, 2010, 13, and 14. Yes. I don't even know how much you, you I don't want to know I how much like you spent for diapers. I feel like Huggies owes me like a big thank you. We bought yes. diapers for 10 Dude, years Dude, you know what you should do? You should start suing that alcohol company. <laughs> Tequila, you owe me Light. I know, right? Jesus. So I've seen pictures of your setup at the entryway where there's like cute little backpacks and shoes. And how did that work out for you? We, we start off good and strong for the school year. And we're like, I tell them, you know, they've, they've rested. So they're like, this is the system we're going to have. And we just implement it, you know? Okay. And they're like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure. sure that's great. We'll do that. And then by like, what, what are we in there now? November? November. Yeah, yeah November. we're halfway so there. October, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> By October, it's over. So, so yeah, like, maybe about a month of it. Yeah, they start getting tired, and they're just like, I'm not there at night, so I blame their daddy. That yeah. He's just like, okay, well, as soon as you're tired, go to sleep, okay? You know, because they're like, Dad, can can we take a nap before we do homework? We're tired. And he'll be like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? oh, and then it's like, no, no. When mom comes back. <laughs> Don't let them, you yeah. know, because then it's, it's hard to get them back up. But, um, so it, it kind of falls through, but then I try to start it over again, you know, just so that I try to build some structure with them and know they definitely know that my day's off. It's going to be clean and chores day. So what I'm interested in is, as me, uh, we're going through the adoption process right now mm -hmm. and I always worry, my biggest worry, it's so weird. I'm worried about having asshole children. Oh, I can't stand asshole children. And here's the thing. Yaz has a full-time job at Robichon, three Michelin star restaurant, right? Yeah. Um, she does pastry there and she has seven kids and I've met her kids and the littlest one is freaking adorable. I'll put a picture Thank up. You. She's Thank amazing. You. She's so gorgeous and she's so well behaved. So I'm just like, how do you do it? Because obviously you've got to yeah. spend a lot of the day doing what you need to do at work. You do. And then before mm -hmm. that, you're dealing with all this stuff. Or how yeah. do you organize that? Um, 
I how do you not have asshole children when you have so many, it's, so many it's, and so much to do? I think that sometimes you still do. Sometimes they act like it, you know. Well, yeah, I know, but it's, it's overall they're not. Part. Um, so I come from my mom, like smack first, yell, and then ask later why. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so they're scared. Yeah. yeah. So they used to like beat me all the time. So with them, um, if I have to, I'll spank them definitely. Um, I feel like a little discipline isn't gonna um, hurt them, but. I do also a lot of explaining and I do talk to them like we're on the same level because we are and I want them to be successful and I don't want them to feel like they're belittled. So I tell them, um, example, my, my second oldest, Lolly, I messaged her and I said, your dad's not picking up the phone. So like, okay. She's like, yeah. And I was like, hey, what are you doing up so late? I was just going to see if she would answer. Right? right. And she sounded like she had been up and she was like, I'm doing my homework. And this was at 1030. And I was like, why are you doing your homework so late? And she was like, well, because I was playing and I was like, are you tired? She was like, yes. And I said, do you think that that was wise to do your homework now? I said, right. do you want to go to school tired tomorrow? And she's like, no. And she started crying. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's my, my emotional one. So I was like, okay. I was like, well, I said, let's not do this again. Okay. And she's she like, the okay, Pisces? Mom, I'm so sorry. Huh? Is she the Pisces? She's the Taurus. Oh, okay. Oh, no. My Pisces are savvy, those guys. <laughs> They're quick and witty. Like, if I tell them something, they'll use that back. Like, I'll be like, Moira, pick up your shoes. Like, your shoes don't go in the living room. And she's like, well, your shoes are right there. And then I'm like, well, take mine into the, into the room, too. You know, take them with yours. Like, because she's quick to kind of, like, use the same stuff that I use on her on yeah. me. Like, she can't wait. Speaking of shoes, do you use chunkless? I use chunkless. Yes. <laughs> I, I definitely got hit with shoes. I'm just Mexican. I got then. socks with shoes on. So people that don't know, it's like sort of like a flip flop or something. Oh, just FYI. And you get hit with it or things get thrown at you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just FYI. Latina mom. I think it was one of our girls' nights how you got the name Cholanda because we were talking about chunkless. What? Right? Is that how you got that name? Yeah. No, so people I call her Yolanda. Do, yeah, yeah. At work. They saw her one that killed Selena. I don't even look like the girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> so I guess I was. You do not look like no. Her. So <laughs> people will joke with me, and then sometimes like I'll get a little cutthroat, and I'll <laughs> joke back. So now I know. And so Pootie Eric was oh, one day calling Yolanda. And I was like, what? That's like, yeah, because you're so cut through your lungs. You killed Selena. And I was like, what? I was like, whatever. I'm not sure. I was spit out my coffee. Oh, it was me and Moy. And, well, no, you guys brought it back. So then it died out. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then. No, but Cholanda. Oh, Cholanda was you and Moy, yeah. Yeah. It kind of came back to Yolanda, Yolanda. And then all of a sudden, it changed to Cholanda. Yeah. And I was like. Chola. And then. Um, <laughs> so is that the chunklas? That Chola and the chunklas. Oh, because I wore my Cortez Work shoes. Oh. At one point, you were using the chocolate? No, I was wearing those, and they sort of looked like chocolate shoes. Oh, okay. yeah. The night Cortez, so then they started calling me Cholanda. Yeah. And then someone else came along, and then they started calling me Yoli. And I was like, how does my nickname have an even shorter nickname? I was like, why can't you guys just say yes? And they were like, no. No, Cholanda's great. No yes here. <laughs> well, for a little bit, when we were training, Kyle and I used to call you mom. Yes, Kyle always calls me mom. <laughs> I always call him my son. Yeah. Mama. Well, Kyle, I think so, Kyle is everybody's son. Yes. Yeah, he was my son too. He was 19 when he started. He's young enough to be yeah, our right. kid. Yes, and me. Right. 
Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Um, so how about this time of year? Does it make it any more challenging because now you've got... It's the holidays. Yeah, you've got, the holidays. you know, maybe church things or you need to put decorating things or buying gifts or all... How does that tamales. work with the process? Again, I, I can't do it for myself. I do. I love tamales. I can't wait to teach my girls, but awesome. nobody wants to wake up that early because it's an all-day process. I'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> Um, girls. My husband's very supportive. So like if uh, like Halloween, I try to always take off Halloween because it's like a major big holiday that we celebrate. Yeah, and you guys all dress up together. And we do, yeah. We do theme dress-ups. Um, so if they want to go to any other events while I'm at work, he'll take them. Okay. And he, he gets a little intimidated by doing so because he's like, man, I'm so outnumbered. Well, and I'm like, we'll take somebody else he's with you. so outnumbered as a man. Yes. I mean, yes. it's just girls everywhere. Yes. Girls. Um, he, he does a really good job. He does. He does. He does. Yes, he does. And so uh, for the holidays, he, he always decorates for Halloween and for Christmas. Right now, he's putting up Christmas decorations because okay. he doesn't want to rush to do it. He wants to just take his time. And the girls love it. They help him with it. They nice. With it too, yeah. And then what about presents? How does that work out without uh, breaking the bank crazy? It is, you know, my kids, they're not too much into toys. Okay. They, the youngest ones are, but like the older ones are like, just give me clothes and shoes. Oh, because awesome. Because since, they they yeah, since they wear uniforms to school, they don't mm. really get to, they call it out of dress. Mm -hmm. They don't really have out of dress clothing. So they're like, you just give us some outfits. So if we go out anywhere, like we can pick and look cute, you know? So do they go to private school then? They go to a charter school. Copy. And so we drive them, well, during traffic in the morning, it's like 30 minute drive there and a 30 minute drive back because there's no buses. So hopefully someone will make it, you know. You drive to my hood, right? I drive to your hood, yes. <laughs> the hood. Because my, my area has no good schools. Aww. So how about the buying then? Do you start it now or do you start it earlier or mm. you do it last minute? How does that work with I kind of wait to see like, people to buy for. Yeah, what they want. Okay. And then we try to schedule a time that him and I can go together. Because if I let him do it, it's too much. It's, it, no, it won't come out right. It just won't come out right. You'll end up buying like super bunch of toys. And yeah, like, and it's well, too much. Where's the clothing? That's not even what they wanted. Or that's not the type of toy that they like. Or he'll try to buy them dolls. And I'm like, nobody plays with dolls. Like literally nobody. <laughs> you ever just think of like maybe giving children gift cards and taking them out to shop? I give my son a gift card. And he's like, oh, this is so perfect. This is exactly what I need. Yeah, because he just wants <laughs> yeah. to do his own thing. Yeah, and he wants right. to do his own thing. I can't believe no muñecas. They don't, they don't like it. Even the five-year-old? She's um, five, right? She likes more fluffy stuff that she can cuddle with. Okay, so stuffed animals. Yeah, stuffed animals. She has this big old 49er blanket that's like probably a queen size. Oh, and that's she carries right. You guys are on my team. Everywhere. She carries it. She carries it everywhere. That's our team. I have to take it and like wash it and she won't go to sleep without it. She has Aww. to have it. Yeah, it's hmm. so crazy. All right. So as we were talking about earlier, that your personality or people's personalities just kind of go right through from work to home. Mm -hmm. So in the kitchen, Cholanda, mm -hmm. Yolanda, Yasmin. <laughs> is like loud you yes. definitely do not like want to cause shit start shit with her so what? at home <laughs> are you also like that like are no. you like a badass bitch kind of girl no i'm two different people because really? you have to you have to separate you can't bring your home to work and you can't take your work to home okay so at, at home i'm a mom you know okay. and so i'm a little more serious you know we joke around but i'm a little more serious i don't like Crack jokes with them. Besides their kids, they'll never get it. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, windows. <laughs> Yasmin and I, we worked together a lot because I would fill in at Pastry when we were at Bizarre Meat together. And also, 
because I used to work meat bar a lot, which is right by pastry. Mm -hmm. So we would literally spend all of prep time telling dirty jokes. Like, yes. We had the dirtiest, it was like two women with the dirtiest mouths I love on the other side of the restaurant. Do you remember that? Like sure, people yes. would walk over, like Keith or whoever would come by and they're guys. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, dude, what are you ladies talking about? Yeah. Like, good so, stuff, good stuff. Super dirty, <laughs> yes. super like nasty conversations. Okay. Thank and, God I'm like locked away in my little room. Yeah. It's by funny because people don't think it and they're like, oh, that's what you got seven kids. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. <laughs> so you don't talk like that at home. I don't. I don't talk like that at home. Like I'll try to give like code to my husband, or I'll be like, I'll yeah, be like, you know. Um, you're definitely a perfectionist at work. Are you like that at home? Like, are you looking at every detail? It's. I try to. Yes. Um. So I kind of got like a little frown face the other day at work because uh, we made little icing cookies at home for Halloween, and we put them up on Instagram so people could vote. I wouldn't, just so you guys know, I wouldn't. And um, <laughs> they were like, did you tell your kids that you would? And I was like, well, yeah. And they were like, but that's not fair. And I was like, well, they know that I do it for a living. They're not going to be like, oh, you know. I was like, but I do tell them, like, I'll give them feedback as well. And mm -hmm. I give them feedback, like, if it's just, you know, like a coworker or something. And right. they're like, all right, okay. So they appreciate it because I feel like if you coddle them, when they go out into the real world, no one's going to coddle them. See, I love that. Yeah. I definitely want to try that and as a mother. It's, I feel like it would just make them soft and they're going to be like, oh, they didn't like it. you know. Right. But it's okay for them not to like it because not everybody's going to like everything and not everyone's going to like everyone. And there are so many kids like that now. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So oh many of gosh, our generation's kids are just, well, besides assholes, I'm sorry, but they yeah. are. They're just so spoiled and so coddled. Yeah. And so everybody wins first prize, even though, hello, there's got to be a winner sometimes. Yes. Like, you can't all be winners it's all true. the time, 100% of the time, because that doesn't work, especially at your job. Yeah, especially at your job. So right. I, I don't want, I feel like I would be handicapping them. So anything that we do, I'm completely honest with them. And I'll be like, well, it could have been better. You know? oh, I love that. Thank you. Yeah, like, I love that. But, you know. Real feedback, you know. Yeah, real feedback. Yeah, just yeah. be honest with Which them. Which is not common nowadays. Mm -hmm. It's really not. It's not. Because I have so many, I think maybe part of it might be, and this is a whole other discussion, but my, maybe part of it is that there's so many people like Louie and me who have waited longer. And so and I'm not giving them excuses, but I have friends that are, you know, in their 30s or even 40s that are starting families and they've waited so long mm -hmm. that it's like by the time they get there, mm -hmm. it's like they're like a miracle child. And it's like, oh, like well, I either adopted the child or had IVF or whatever. It's this <laughs> miracle child. And so I'm just going to treat this child, you yeah. know, like put him on a pedestal. Yeah, and he's perfect. And she's amazing. Yeah. And she does everything right. And it's just like, I don't want to grow up with all these people in the world. That right. think that yeah. everything they do, that their shit smells good. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. there are so many kids like that. I was going to say, it's going to be physically impossible for me to not give birth to, you know, I'm, I'm not going to give birth, period, <laughs> in, for one thing. But yeah, like why I waited. Mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> waited. Like, she's like, I waited. <laughs> I waited, right. Like I could actually get any anybody pregnant, right. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, dude. Yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy try. doing it. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, she put effort into it. But at the same time, I just want them to know that. And the same quotes that I use at work, same lines. I'll use them at home too. I'll be like, nobody's perfect. Yeah, but, you know, but you can try and mm -hmm. keep trying and get better for yourself. You're not competing against nobody but yourself. See, here's the thing. Yaz is super competitive. So we would have all these <laughs> contests at the czar, and I don't know if you remember Lou. Yaz would pretty much either win or be in the finals for like 
all of them. Yes, were you like, like there still when I won or no? Uh, no, I wasn't You're there done. anymore. No. Yeah. Okay, so Louis talking about the family meal family contest. Meal competition, yeah. But we also had these other ones, and there was one I'll never forget. It was before, right before I left Bazaar. Oh, we bro, I wish to, I was there. I didn't see this. We were supposed to talk about one ingredient. Product, one ingredient. So, like, we all had something. I think it had yuzu. Mm-hmm. And Yaz had vanilla bean, and I she did. dressed up like a freaking <laughs> vanilla bean. Did yeah, you yeah, have to make the costume? costume. <laughs> My husband gave me the material and like, made the costume. Seriously, dude, seriously. To this day, they still talk about that. I mean, it was bad. There's, there's pictures on Instagram. There was no way that she wasn't going to like be in finals after that. Right? Well, no it, was, way. it was the costume plus the, the presentation that I gave. I it actually was. ordered it was the whole thing. Uh, four, five different types of vanilla beans. Um, I did Tahitian, Madagascar, A and B, yeah. Mexican. And um, Indonesian, I believe it was. Uh-huh. And so I made shanti with, with moss so people could taste the difference. Yes. And then I gave my little presentation. But I came out. I was so nervous. It and was amazing. By the I helped me put my costume on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need help. And he's like, okay, I'll be right there. And he put it on and I came out. And everybody was laughing. I hadn't even said nothing, but they were laughing. And I was like, obviously, it's, it's clear what I am. I'm a vanilla bean. <laughs> but I looked, I looked like a <laughs> dookie. <laughs> Like a brown dookie, a brown dookie, or, or like a brown dildo. <laughs> oh my god! Something. It was like long and like yeah. a banana kind of. And yeah. I made it to the finals, and I had like to go against uh, Frankie. Yeah, and Frankie had um, what did he have? Hamon. He had hamon, and I had vanilla bean. And the reason I had picked vanilla bean. Didn't you make a caldo? And uh, yes, I did. Okay. Yeah. The reason I picked vanilla bean was it's still pastry, it's what I like, but I can use it for savory right. and is. for. Dessert. So I was like, so I was like, in case Chef Carlos pulls a fast one, I was like, I got it, right? And sure enough, he did. He pulled yeah. a fast one, but I thought he was going to make me cook with it. And instead, he switched ingredients. So I had to cook with hamon. That's and right. That's right. I do remember this. He did. And so Alani had taught me how to dry something. I put it in the spice grinder and then use it as a seasoning. So that's what I did with the hamon. I dried it. And I Smart. put it in the spice grinder and I used it to season tortilla chips. Awesome. Yep. And yeah, it was amazing. And then, then did, what, did Frank do? what did Frank do with the vanilla bean? He did uh, a pulpo and he put vanilla bean in the sauce for the pulpo. Oh my God. And he used those expensive plates. And yes. <laughs> I remember, so, I totally remember this now. He used the plates from the um, it looked like where a the fuck was it? kitchen. Yeah. And do you remember he got all nervous and I think he dropped it. Somebody dropped it he, in the middle of the meatball. Yes, he dropped it and he had to go first. It and was the so chef, crazy. He had to start all over. Yeah, Chef asked me. He was like, well, it, it, do you want to go first or do you want him to go first? And I felt bad. And I couldn't do it. I was it like, Shit yeah, I was like, you know what? If it's meant for me, then I'll right. win. And, and if you not, don't win okay. that way anyway. Yeah, so I was like, I'll go first. And he was like, that's very nice of you. And I remember Chef Wesley had said, Yolanda, are you going to win? Are you going to win? And I was like, I hope so. And he goes, that's not that attitude you can have. And I was like, yeah. he's like, that's not that you should have. And I was like, well, I won the last time. I was like, so if I don't win this time, it's okay. I'm just doing it for the fun of it. I love know? that. And so he won by two points, by the way. Two points he won. So. It's all right. I won by half a point. <laughs> you still win. Yeah. <laughs> and victory is yeah. ever so sweet. It's a big deal for pastry, you know, because you're going against someone savory. And that's what I was going to bring Dude. up next is. What the hell? We know you as a pastry professional. Mm-hmm. 
do you feel like you're better at pastry than savory? Is that why you did it? Or do you like it more? What's, how did you end up in pastry? Cause it's, I don't know if people who are not in the restaurant business know this, but there's this whole thing. Like, yeah. There's like you're a, a savory cook and you're a pastry cook. You're at, and it's like a whole thing that happens, you know, and many times the personality of, of the person is completely different. People usually that favor savory are the type of people that hate measuring crap. Like mm-hmm. we just want to throw mm-hmm. stuff in and make mm-hmm. something, you know, and people that are pastry people a lot of the time, not always are calculated, are very precise mm-hmm. and they like the measurements and they like it to be exactly perfect mm-hmm. every single okay. time. Okay. It's also a common misconception that if a guy is in pastry, that he's a fluffer. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. We're going to leave that one over there. Yeah. <laughs> well, there so, was one in Robochon he was not a fluffer. See? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so how why um i think the reason the only reason honestly i, I believe i picked pastry was because my dad was like go to school and we can open up a business and we do this you know and i was like all right all right, all right i'll go to school but um I, I i like them both like the first competition i won i made a white chocolate bouillon base and i had it with a scallop shrimp and i can totally picture it I, th- I can't remember what it was but what i did is that i seasoned the scallop Muscle? Um, no. no, it was fish. It was no, I, I for sure scallop and shrimp. I remember, I can't remember, it was so long ago, but um, I seasoned it with dark chocolate as pepper. Oh, and mm. and um, I won, I won that one. <laughs> I won that one. They they liked it, but I think I think I could do savory, I've just never actually tried it. Mm. Tried it. I mean, you've done it for family meal, I've done it for family meal, yes, yeah. I've done family meal a few times so. Your Instagram makes me crazy. <laughs> I'm always like, what is that? How do you come up with pastry ideas? Like what inspires you? Cause I'm always interested in creativity when it comes to chefs, especially chefs that have to work every day mm-hmm. and you have to do what you have to do. And it's the same every day mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, similar. And so in that, sometimes you get stuck mm-hmm. in that you lose that creativity or you don't have the chance to do it. Cause you just don't have time, yes. you know, or energy to do it. So how do you stay inspired? Um, definitely the lack of time is definitely one factor for myself. I have a lot of things that I think of. I'll be um, plating something or we'll be mixing something and something will pop into my head. So I have to pull out a paper or my little notebook and then write it down and then I'll come oh, back to it later. That's yeah. a good idea. And um, from there, I'll kind of just like work out. So I have like, I have so many recipes that I have not been able to execute, but I think would be promising ideas you know and a a lot of this stuff just comes from either deconstruction or a swap of flavors or my chef now says I don't know why you work at Robuchon you know you don't really like any of their desserts I was like they're good I was like I like them but you feel like I just don't I just I just don't eat them all the time right so it's just uh all in the Robuchon's very specific it's it's very yes it's very French it's you know, the way it is and, you know, Robichon is traditional in many ways. They are. So, and so not that it's not amazing. It's, it's, it's they perfect. are, they're it's really perfect. good, but I'm, I'm pretty picky for like my yeah. own palate. So what and I'll do you're is I'll create it too. So yeah. it's kind of hard when you're creative to do the same awesome. thing all the time. So I'll take our own ingredients and our own stuff that we have. And then I'll just make something really quick for myself to snack on. Like if I want, you know, okay. like we have this really good lychee dessert at Robichon and we have really good yuzu ice cream and atelier. So I'll take the ice cream from Atelier <laughs> and I'll put it in my 
and my uh, lychee from so Roshan. It's a great way to start, right? Because you yeah. already have stuff ready. And yeah. it's like, we have okay, I'm going to take these things and I'll make something different. Yeah. And I'm not Frank it. it all the time with savory yeah. stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like things yeah. are already prepped, so I, maybe I can use this sauce on this and da-da-da. So that's one way. Yeah. But they're very elaborate. At least to me, because I'm not a pastry person. So I look and I'm like, this is beautiful. Well, I, I do a lot of um, whatever we have like leftover. I hate waste. Okay. So if you know me, you know that we say our prayers before we eat. Yes. So we try not to um, waste too much food. So if I have anything at home, I'm like, okay, we're going to use this. And that's what I'll end up doing. So if I have um, like lemon curd and I have chantilly, I'll just make some of that and... Um, most of the time, it's just, let me see how we can perfect this. And my husband's always like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, he's like me. He's like, oh, th- this is it? No, you can do better. You can perfect this. <laughs> he was like, I don't, um, he, and he'll be honest, I don't like it. What do your kids think? And my kids are the same way. They're, okay. they're the same way. Uh, I don't like it. I, like, they love brookies. Huh. It's like their favorite thing. Brookies. Huh. Brookies, the brownie and cookie. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's their favorite thing. But if I try to make it like a, like a blondie, they'll be like, okay. Like know your audience, mom. <laughs> we don't like we don't like blondies. <laughs> Isn't that almost the same thing? It's almost the same thing, but it's just a little more cakey, maybe. Not? It's yeah. it's yeah, and Slightly. then the flavor is also different. So because the chocolate, the blondies don't have the same flavor as the chocolate. It's not as rich. It's not as rich, okay. and so like I, dense, I like you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot more dense as a brookie. Yeah, so they'll take that, but not all of them will appreciate it. But then they'll sometimes they'll just be like, well, why don't why don't you make it stand up? And I'm like, what? Why don't you make the dessert stand up? And I'm like, okay, whatever. But then later on, I'll be like, ah. I was like, I can make it stand up. And then I'll write down, because I have one where I can make it stand up. So I write it down, and I'm like, this this, this will work. This is how I can do it. And so I keep it in my back pocket. And Because sometimes Girl, kids I'm going to finance you one day. I'm going to have some extra money, and I'm going <laughs> to finance her pastry shop. Uh, they'll say things sometimes, and you're just like, that don't make no sense. And then you're like, oh, wait, but, but maybe you can't, because it'll get you thinking. Like Lenny's like, no, you need a dessert that'll light up. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, you need something that'll light up. And I'm like, there's no such thing. But then I go on the internet and I'm Googling and I'm like, oh, wait, there is an oh, option that would work. I love those glow-in-the-dark ones that they've been doing. And, and the geo cakes that yes, light up. I, I love, love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I'm like, okay, maybe there is. Sometimes you just don't see it until someone else kind of right. helps you paint the picture. Yeah. So really, my creativity comes from my family, from friends, from like my surroundings of what we're doing. Maybe if I see something that I like, I'm like, oh, maybe I can put that in a dessert. So at Bazaar, too, Yaz is known for the birthday cake. Yeah. So we would celebrate birthdays at Bazaar Meat. Yeah, um, dude. And we'd have, you know, sometimes it'd just be like, whatever, it's a dessert, whatever. But many times it's super intricate and fancy yeah. to the point where other people have tried it as well. And um, there are so many favorites. You, you got to look at uh, Yaz's uh, Instagram profile because you can see some of them there. But I mean, how do you come up with those types of ideas? Like, I remember Beyonce, Tima's birthday cake. That was cute. I love that one. Uh, Alex's. That was, I've made him a few, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. Like do you know that nobody board. nobody makes birthday cakes there anymore? Oh, that's so sad. Very sad. When I first started, um, well, we had just opened up, too. But I was like, who doesn't love celebrating their birthday? Right. I was like, my kids love making a big deal. They get a free pass that day. My husband's like, today's their birthday. They get a pass on everything. 
Oh, you Dan, know? it's like the purge or something. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so weird. So I was like, so I started off by like a little cupcake. And I was like, oh, you know, let's celebrate your birthday. Because that builds family. We are a family. Of course. And I don't know why, but that group of people that opened up Bazaar has always been so much different. I know. I mean, look at us here. Yeah. People have come <laughs> and gone, and it's not the same vibe. Yeah, it's the OG crew. Yeah, the OG crew. So I, I so special when that happens. Their birthday, Kyle, he went to go eat, and we made him a birthday cake for him and his table. Um... I don't know. I just, it just depends. I mean, it got a little crazy at the end. They started requesting and I was like, all right, come on. And <laughs> the request, but um, I don't know. Just kind of whatever I felt like making that. I'm like cherry bomb. I was like, yeah, you're a black cherry. <laughs> you're getting a black cherry cake. <laughs> I just, I, they were so amazing. So we were talking about all your ideas. They're kind of like all sitting in like these pads. So what's your dream job? Like if money wasn't an issue, would, what would you do? What would be your dream job? I'm going to say it on here, but nobody better steal it. So I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> you have to be so specific. <laughs> it's top secret. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of great minds think alike, so someone's probably already out there doing it. But I just, a small desserts shop where you can kind of just have like your own tasting of yeah. whatever you want. Sometimes when I go out to eat dessert, I'm like, oh my God. I gotta have this, this, yeah, this, you this and that. Try a few but it's so big. Right. So I waste it. And I'm like, maybe if we had smaller little versions, I could go ahead and make my own little sampler platter. Dummy can sell kind of is like that. Oh, stuff like that. The dad bakery, like Dummy can sell. <laughs> but like they have like little, you know, yeah. little treats. So like what would be different then? Um would it be more like less intricate or more not less intricate. I still want it to be like a little fancy, okay. know, like a little a little spunk to it. Um, definitely, it would probably be more like gluten friendly. You know, okay, low be, sugar, yeah, something that my mom can eat because she's diabetic. Dude, that's how I am. If my son wants to eat something there because he likes edibles, maybe he can go eat there. Yeah, or, you know, or vegan. A lot of people or are looking vegan. for vegan desserts nowadays. Also, um, you know, just the almost like a little something that can accommodate a group of people if they all eat something different. All right, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do this one day. For sure. I want to ask you one more question before we go into on the fly. Um, what do you like to cook at home? What do I like to cook? Mexican food for sure because my kids okay. ask. Like my husband cooks because he's got the night shift. So right. I got the morning shift. And so on my days off, sometimes they'll request. All right. So it's our favorite time here at Two Sharp Chefs in the Microphone. We've got on the fly with Yasmin from oh Joe Robichon. This is going to be a great one. 60 seconds Good. of rapid fire questions. For our favorite chef mom. Ready and go. The food you need to have in life. That I need to have in life? Need. Frijoles. Okay. Favorite dessert? Uh, anything chocolate. Okay. Uh, best tool for a pastry chef? Scale. Cat or dog person? Dog. Favorite kid? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're just kidding. Favorite daughter? Yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> um, so. I, I, I had to do it. I had to do it. They all, I, they all, they all know I say so. <laughs> Most inspirational person. Um, Francisco Migoya. I love that guy. Dream place to, to travel, travel and eat. Mexico. <laughs> Further down. Childhood favorite food. Childhood favorite food? Yeah. Tamales. I love those things fried. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Well, I know what you're going to say. Number eight. <laughs> what? Kid number eight. <laughs> 
number eight. Oh, oh the process. <laughs> Favorite alcoholic beverage. Um, Don Julio. What do you dance to? Reggae. That's it. I got thumb. That was so quiet. My no, reggae. Yeah. Reggae. Um, <laughs> just reggae. So tell like us about the most inspirational person, because I'm not familiar who, with who you're talking about. Francisco Migoya. He's um, this uh, really cool, cool chef. You should follow him on Instagram. He does, um, he's an ambassador for Coco Berry. So uh, he does, the most recent one that uh, he put out that I really love is this cookie that he stamps with the pattern of the sidewalks in uh, Spain. Oh, And dang. so when you break the cookie in half, there's like a little caramel in the middle and mm-hmm. the bottom has like chocolate with like nibs on it. And it's cool because that inspired me for a different cookie idea. Similar, so same thing. Um, but what I wanted was for it to be like, on the stamp side, for it to say like Joel Robuchon, and on the chocolate side, for it to say Merci for you know thank you oh, for dining. I love that. As a little wow. mini to go, and you know make the filling based on a season. All right, and that's he's, awesome. He's awesome. I love him. So speaking of Robuchon, go ahead and sell it for us, Robuchon. Tell us about it. Like we don't know, but go ahead. Um, definitely go eat there at least once in your life. Even if you don't do the tasting and you buy a la carte. It's definitely a different type of experience if you're into um, just not just eating, but enjoying what you're eating and right. knowing about it. People come in and work so many long hours to bring out these dishes that are so beautiful and will not send them out because nothing is accepted perfect. It's got to be perfect or if it's not, it's not going. And they will replate the whole thing for you again. People that are back there are passionate. It's delicious. It's not what you can get anywhere. You know, so it, it's very specific. And the service, the servers have been doing it for years. They they got their craft down, and it's amazing. You should definitely go try Atelier, too. Atelier is just I love Atelier. I like both of them, but Atelier is more my scene when it comes to the actual atmosphere of it. It's I like, like how it's a little bistro, more chill. Like a, a yeah, dining bistro, you know? yeah, and how you sit at the counter and stuff. I, I love, love that. It. But both restaurants are absolutely superb. Absolutely. Um, it's most definitely a destination restaurant in every way possible, the way Bizarre Meat is mm-hmm. or the way French Laundry is. Uh, like Yaz said, obviously most of us can't afford to go there every week, but if it's a special occasion, such as how many how many wedding proposals, uh, I mean marriage proposals, do you guys do over there? Uh, you know what? I'm not sure. I just seen one probably the a other, lot though the other day, but I don't I don't know. Usually we don't <laughs> we're not really paying attention. <laughs> yeah, because we're busy doing busy. Our, we're busy doing our stuff. So yeah, like a, an engagement type thing, yeah, a type birthday. Thing. I went for my birthday one year. Right. Um, I mean, well, if you got the money, do it all the time because yeah. I would eat there. In there. I would uh, eat there every month, month if I could. Didn't Susan Stapleton say that uh, Robichon was her one of yes. her like, favorite meals? Yeah. Susan Stapleton from Eater said yeah. that that was her favorite. She said if she had Thank the money, I actually heard that part. She would go every single day, I think she said. (laughs) That'd be a little rich for me, not just in money, but in food. It'd be very rich. Well, because everything's better with butter. Right. That's a typical (laughs) French thing. That's the the one that's hanging on the wall. It says it. Yeah. It's amazing. Definitely worth the money and time to do. Thank you so much, Yes. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening to Two Sharp Chefs in a Microphone. We love subscribers almost as much as we love food. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review. And check out Two Sharp Chefs. That's with a number two on Instagram and Facebook, as well as our WordPress blog. Email us with any questions and ideas at twosharpchefs at gmail.com. And Louie, we stream new episodes every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Public, and Stitcher. It's been a pleasure. We're 86th. Till next week.